friend who you communicate with. I mean, you communicate with them all the time regularly, but you communicate with them all day long on Instagram, just like sending them posts posted by other people. And that's like basically how you're having your conversation. It's, it's like legitimately an inst for me, an Instagram world and I'm just living in it. Um, but I mean, also having conversations by text with friends. So like super personal. <laughs> um, but I just want to know, am I the only person who like, I'll see something and I'm like, that's exactly something I would say to so-and-so, or that's exactly what how so-and-so and I talk, send, 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 or like the antithesis of that is, um, like, can you believe, like, can you believe this person said this kind of thing? I know, super gossipy and shitty and maybe a lazy way to connect with your friends or is it, is it a better way for you to connect with your friends? Let's be real. Mm. It's a Sunday. Sorry for that noise. Don't know how to make that better. Gonna figure that out one day. <clears throat> Quick sidebar. I disabled my Facebook, I don't know, like five or so months ago. I had gone off of it. It's not been on my phone for like years, but I went off of it and then I went back on it um, to promote this thing. And to be honest, Facebook wasn't doing enough for me anyway. Um, but I had to go back on it recently for something, um, with my son and like some app that's kind of whatever. Long story short, it's a hard pass for me. I get it. Both Facebook and Instagram are like owned by the same people and like they're plotting to take over the whole world no matter what. So like just being on Instagram doesn't help that, but like just a hard no thank you on Facebook. The format, the layout, the selling of the things and the groups and the, it's just not for me. And Facebook rant. Anyway, welcome back to season two of False Expectations. I mean, I'll just say I had about this morning of, I think I have good ideas for discussions and episodes. Basically, I'd be a great producer but I don't think I'm the person to tell to tell them or to talk them. So we'll see how the season goes. If the season goes. Currently it's going, but will it go for more than today? Who knows? Are you listening to this podcast and saying, Tina, where have you been? It's been since April since you put out that last super shitty episode. Like, where the, where the hell have you been? We didn't even know that False Expectations was like a season thing. We thought it was just like all the episodes were just like rolling. Same. But a couple things happened to me. All good for once in the past, I don't even know, September. So let's see. May, June, July, August. I don't know, four or five months. I got a job. 
We bought a home. Uh, which means nobody lives above or below me for the first time in my whole adult life. Uh, so all the sounds that we're hearing, if they're annoying, they're us. And we're just annoying to each other. Um, but that is a concept that I have yet to deal with, and it is fabulous. Um, if you think I'm interesting, you are more than welcome to follow my home account. What that means is like, I don't know if you know me, you know that, um, I have a big obsession with interior design, so... We bought the most adorable little cottage. And it's a little bit of a fixer-upper. It's not a fixer-upper, in fact, at all. But it's, like, completely livable, and obviously we're going to live in it. But if you move, if you didn't know this, I'm sure the majority of you are like in your forever places or like whatever, you don't think about this because you're not an anal psychotic mess. But when you move from one place to another, your furniture and your design aesthetic like doesn't always work. And what a shit show that is for my brain. So anyway, I started a house account. It's called The Little Cottage underscore on main follow that cutie so that you can see all the things that I may potentially be doing to this home along with my husband over the next years and we're going to document it so fun times talk about false expectations though buying a house is probably the worst thing ever for so many reasons one Covey wovey COVID times make everything a little bit more annoying and like houses are it's just a freaking process I'm not going to get into it um if you have a controlling personality buying a house is not for you because you are not in control of anything except telling whoever that you're you'd be willing to pay x y and z for this thing um, but other than that, it's out of your hands, and that is not good for my personality. And then it's like they strip you down naked to, like, know all of your bank information and your assets and, like, who you talk to when you were in fourth grade. And then, you know, who was your first kiss and who are you going to give your left arm to? It's like, Jesus Christ. And then you just pray that. They don't steal your identity or whatever. Speaking of which, I, I think, like, one of my credit cards recently got hacked and then I was getting weird emails, so maybe they did steal my personality. Who the fuck knows? Before I say let's get into it, I mean, yeah, so season two, false expectations coming at you. I'm trying to figure out when these things are going to go out. I'm trying to figure out how often they're going to go out. Um, but I think I'm going to just, <laughs> I say this, but it's definitely not going to happen. I think I'm just going to put them out whenever I get to them. And so there might not be a schedule. So you got to subscribe on Spotify or Apple, wherever you listen, so that you get the little dingy 
um, to know that there's a new episode. Or follow me um, on Instagram at False Expectations Pod or me, Dina, at D Germadnig. So you can see when all the newbies are coming out. But uh, let's get into it. I've been having this conversation a lot with friends. Um, the majority of my friends are either in their 30s or 40s or 50s. Uh, and so I've just been like trying to figure out or understand from people who aren't just me. When did you become you? Like, are you the same person that you were? Let's just take your 20s because we're not going to be like when you were 14 and then 15 and blah, 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 blah. But are you the same person you were in your 20s? I am certainly, 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 certainly not. At 37, though, I have never felt more secure in me, like who I am as a person, who, like, whatever. That said, I also, <laughs> at 37, probably, I don't know, let's do the math. I've been getting my period for good. Hmm, 25 years or so at least and every single month have the worst fucking fear that I'm somewhere and unexpectedly getting my period in front of like everybody and I will say knock on wood that's never happened in my entire life so it's an unrealistic fear but so with that I would say take this entire episode with a grain of salt um, as I continue on. So 37, never been more secure in who I am personally. But yet in my 20s, I walked around like my shit didn't stink. I was actually talking to a friend yesterday. And she said that in her 20s, she was so insecure. And I said, yes, I bet that's true. But you projected yourself as secure while feeling so insecure. Um, and I'm here to say, my opinion is that shit fucking changes when you're in your thirties. I don't know when, but there's just a point where you're like, fuck that. I'm not even going to pretend that I agree with that thing. I'm not even going to pretend that I'm going to go out tonight because I don't fucking want to. And that, um, it'll just ruin my whole entire, I don't know. I use joy a lot, but it'll ruin my joy. And I'm not fucking going. So is it weird that you just like hit your mid to upper 30s and you realize that your 20s, you're actually a baby? And I tend to over exaggerate the word baby. Like I will still say that my son who's 10 is a baby, but really aren't you a baby? I don't know. I feel like once you're mid to upper 30s, you're, you can't even believe the way that you acted when you were in your 20s because you're just like you didn't fucking know anything I have a story I'm trying to think of how old I was but I guess old uh I was working at a company and me and this woman started working there at the same time like within a day apart or something and you know when you start a job you are filling out all that paperwork and you're doing your 401k and you're well, I don't know, like all that tax shit. And 
this woman came over to me, severely younger than me. Severely? Very much younger than me, like seven years. And she came over to me and she said, she asked me some question about like a tax form or something. And then she said, I'm asking you because you're like a grown up. (laughs) And in that minute, I was like, what the hell are you? You work here too. Aren't you a grown up? So then are you? The other question is, which I'm not going to address, but are you not a grown up? And so you're in your mid thirties. I don't think so. So what I wanted to do is take the time to go through some life fate like stages or events in my 20s and potentially compare that to 30s. And while I do that, hopefully you guys are, I don't know, thinking about it in your own in your own life. So in my 20s, a couple of big things happened. So I broke up with my best friend from childhood. Broke up feels harsh. It's 100% the case. Broke the fuck up. Did I mention that I was drinking a beer in this episode? Fuck it, right? Now, to my credit, it's great that I broke up with this person. To my, what's the what's the opposite of that? Discredit? I should have done that in my teens. And so positive that I did that in my 20s. But it wasn't until my 30s where I really um, dissected that friendship and how traumatic it was in my growth, like as a kid and growing up into my, in my twenties. And then it, it makes me continue to reflect on like those friendships, right? Like you form a lot of friendships in high school. You stay friends with people. You don't stay friends with people. You go your different ways. Your politics are different. Your religious beliefs are different. The way you parent is different, maybe. Um, but it's like, God, it's like that Sliding Doors movie. If you make the train and, and you miss the train, like how how different would your life be? Uh, so, I mean, there's parts of my life that I don't want different at all. So would never not want to be friends with this person. But it's like, hmm, I wonder if I would have more or less friends now if it wasn't for that friendship. Um, What else happened in my 20s? I graduated from college got a job, moved out, got engaged, got married. Also, in my 20s, I met my greatest friend of all time, who's like currently still my best friend. But, which also like opposite of like, are you, it's not even... I shouldn't be having this back and forth. It's not like a negative, like everything negative happened in my 20s. It's just, you're such a different person. But anyway, met greatest friend of all time. But that said, didn't meet her until like, maybe I met, I think I met her one month after my wedding. And that was so depressing for me because I was like, oh my God, everybody who was at my wedding, I hate currently. And I'm not friends with any longer. Some of them are actually dead, I think. 
Uh, sorry, that's morbid. And I wish that I had somebody in my way who I still talk to today. So it's like not just me and my husband who reminisce about that day. Mm. Had a baby in my 20s. Had a baby when I was 26. As a baby. But as they say, you are never ready to have a baby. No matter how much you think you're prepared, you're never ready to have a baby. By the time, let's say in my 20s, so I moved out after college. Yes, I went to college and lived at home. Didn't have the like crazy college experience, but don't care. Um, Let's see, so I moved out. I think I moved three times in my 20s. I think I've moved more than anybody in the entire world. I changed jobs. Actually, I think let's be a little bit more detailed here. Changed careers. But I want to meet a person who went to college for like A and then their first job was A. Like within that major or whatever. Because... I just, that feels so hard. I also felt like a failure a lot in my 20s. I do that, I do now sometimes in my 30s about like very stupid things, but I felt like a huge failure. Maybe it was because I wasn't ambitious enough. Like Dina personality of today could have really helped Dina personality of like 22. But that has to be a clear um, lesson for all of us, right? There's always like, Oh, I wish I talked to myself when I was 16 to tell myself that, like, this popular thing doesn't matter. Like, you fucking, if you leave high school and popularity doesn't matter. And if popularity still matters to you when you're in your 20s and 30s, something's wrong. Um, I suffered from, like, speaking of which, speaking of um, not ambitious, in my 20s, I was very insecure around so many things that I'm so secure in in my 30s one of them was friendships I didn't know how to choose them until like the tail end I let people walk all over me and I will say as a mom now that is something that scares the shit out of me that my kid will do that um our personalities are different thankfully everybody has their own and he's not me uh But, man, did I let people walk all over me. Self-worth. Definitely lacked. I want to meet a 20-year-old who's, like, worthy of themselves. I guess, actually, when you meet a 20-year-old, they think they're worthy of themselves. So that's part of it, right? Is like, that back-realization. In fact, I was in... I wonder if I was like this. I was in Staples today and all of a sudden I heard this voice like around the corner and this person was like, oh, hell no, because legitimately nobody, not nobody, but a lot of companies are lacking staff because this unemployment thing um, in a lot of ways is so positive that it was able to help people during the worst of the pandemic to help put food on the table they couldn't find a job a lot of places were closed 
but now it's a little bit detrimental to some businesses in terms of help. So anyway, so Staples had like two um, registers open. It's back to school, lines. I actually at first walked in and in my head was like, hmm, this is definitely, I would turn around. But I had like, why? What else is there to do? Sit at home? Uh, so anyway, I hear this voice. Oh, hell no. And I was like, and I turned around and it was a like 14 year old. <laughs> and I'm like, that person really thinks, I don't know. I just feel like it was funny to me, but it was also like so disrespectful. I hate when people are disrespectful to anybody who's like serving you, you know, like people are, they're doing their jobs, right? They're like ringing people up. And I'm sure this 12 or 13 or 15 or however old this person was, they were definitely not more than 15. Um, didn't, doesn't know what that means, but I still rejected that person in the in that moment because I couldn't believe how secure they were in themselves. Also wearing like Kanye slides with socks, which is like, how the fuck do you afford that? God. He's wearing, oh my God, I forgot this. He's wearing Kanye slides. Is that what they're, I think that's what they're called with socks, which I don't know how much those are. I'm going to look that up and uh, put it somewhere, but Kanye slides with socks and he found like oh they're only $285 now maybe they weren't the Kanye ones maybe they were whatever they were the Kanye ones in my head and then this person couldn't bear to spend $125 on a calculator which you know that wasn't his money but anyway, they were so secure in themselves to, like, outwardly say, oh, hell no. So the whole fucking story would hear them. What else was I insecure about? Looks, body, still, those things have not changed. Same Dina. Insecure in my looks, insecure in my body. Personality. I think I was insecure in my personality, but I don't think I knew what that meant. But today, me thinks that means that um, I didn't know, like, who to be. I mentioned how, you know, people would walk all over me. And I think it's like I just gave in kind of thing. Uh, and I would never do that today. Career. I God, I actually said this to my mom the other day. I wanted to be an interior... I wanted to go to interior design school. But it was, like, so expensive. And I remember my grandmother was like, nobody wants interior designers. You're going to make no money. So I did what every person who is in a box does and, like, went to school for whatever I thought was cool, which at the time I thought was marketing. Um... And yeah, so that's what I did. And I don't know, I think I was like, didn't think I was good at it. I didn't think I was good at my job ever. 
And then I got laid off, and then I was like, so clear to me that I wasn't good at it, but I don't think that's the case. So then moving into my 30s, so at this point, turn 30, I had, I've been a parent for four years. I don't know. In my 30s, there's a bunch of things that are just like, I've never felt more me. I, I have tried really, really hard to learn more. And that doesn't mean like I'm going to school to fucking learn how to be me. It's just educating myself on things. Um, so that I can be a more compassionate and understanding and sympathetic and empathetic person. Uh, learning what it means to be a parent. So for those of you who don't know, when you have a child, you don't, your main job is like to keep them alive. You don't, yeah, feed them. Yeah. Change your diaper, make sure they go to sleep. That's it. Then when they like start being a person, you learn what it is to be a parent. And that, my friends, is life-changing. It's like the most awesome learning experience of all because at every age you have to parent differently. And that is such an evolution that is pretty fucking cool. In my 30s, I walked through a life-altering sickness with my son and husband and had to quickly figure out how to navigate that. And maybe that's the thing that changed me the most. Maybe that's when, like, Dina of today came to be. But I wonder, you know, for all of you listeners... A, obviously, if you agree with, like, are you the same person that you were in your 20s and your 30s, if you're in your 40s, if you're in your 50s, if you're in your 60s, um, have you felt that growth every decade or every five years or whatever? Uh, Or is there just, like, a particular moment where you just, like, notice that and then you're that person? Um, Or are you continuing to evolve, which is also pretty cool, but... Uh, I, I, I'd love to, to hear from you guys on that. I also started to figure out who I wanted to surround myself with. Does that make sense? Like, God, I hate when people say that. That's such a grown-up fucking businessy person thing to say. Um, of course that fucking makes sense. Like... I used to surround myself with not a great support system. I think it took a while for me to realize that. Uh, But now I'm just so clear on... Hold on a second. I'm being dinged, and I really hope that you guys can't hear that. So... whatever hopefully you can't hear that um yeah so whoever you surround yourself with like are they all supportive another thing is and this is something that I've actually done like I've bobbed and weaved throughout um my whole life is just 
I'm going to do a whole episode on love language and you guys are going to puke but because I say it so much. But on that fact, it's like people, different people like to be shown or supported in different ways. And so like really under trying to understand how the people who I care about want to be or need to be supported is so important to me. I want to make sure that I'm doing that for them. I don't want to only show them support the way I need to be supported. I need to make sure, and that's like probably a little bit of an insecurity too. It's like, you're fine. You're fine. Um, But I don't know. I just think with relationships, there's a management to it. And so I didn't discover that until this decade of my life. And I think it's a really important lesson that um, I've learned. I don't know if you guys know who Darcy Carden is. She plays Janet on The Good Place. If you haven't seen The Good Place, we can't be friends. Um, it's stellar. I would say the last season is like, eh. But first, first three, great. But she was on Armchair Expert, and she said something. And I'm not saying that I 100% align with this statement, but... She just said, because something, somebody was talking about how her husband is super handsome. Mind you, she's a smoke show, like a babe, like a bo- her body is a wonderland. She's, Google her, Darcy Carden. She's perfect. But she said, and they were like, and she said, yeah, my husband's so handsome But I always just had this confidence about me where, like, if I wanted something, I knew I could get it. And she said she saw her husband. She felt a connection. She wanted to meet him and date him. And she just knew in her heart of hearts that it was going to happen. And I do not have that in the least for my whole life. But I will say I understand that confidence now because I ha- I have that in a way. Not like, oh, there's like this guy over there that I want to like, that I think is handsome. Obviously not. But I just like, other than being insecure in my looks and my body, which who knows if I'll ever get over, um, I just feel super confident in what I know, what I want, who I am how I speak uh how I speak is actually a hundred not a hundred percent because sometimes um when I'm talking to my husband he'll say that's not correct don't say that to other people which is really helpful but for the most part I feel very confident (laughs) in you know my person and god that feels good that that's like joyous that brings me joy In my 30s, I do struggle with some insecurities. I'm constantly thinking I'm too ugly or too fat or can't wear that or shouldn't wear that. Um, I struggle with, like, am I a good enough mom stuff, which I don't know if that ever gets better. Maybe in your 40s you think you're a good mom. I don't know. Um... But one thing that I think 
before I wrap this up and like get I don't know hopefully you guys can like chime in on this you could like send me an audio message anonymously or send me a dm or you can email um false expectations pod at gmail.com is that right uh let me just look really quick um yeah that's right because i would love to hear a if you guys all feel similarly um but b if potentially this changes or gets better or more growth happens um as the decades go on but something that I think is so under talked about which maybe it'll be a complete episode one day if I ever get like an expert on is like sex and understanding your body confidence and talking to your partner about it like I would love to meet a 20 year old who wasn't just like having sex to have sex and was like so new every single maybe like 20 versus 28 maybe maybe a 28 year old but like I don't know having confidence in talking about this subject with your partner um that is like a complete shift and look this is coming from a person who's been with the same person since 17 so there's definitely been a lot of evolution and you know just being able, being comfortable and confident to have conversations um, about like just everything sex related with your partner is definitely something that doesn't happen until I don't know. In my experience, till you're in your thirties or you're with that partner for a while, but I think it's like there's a shift as you age in um, the way that you talk about sex, and I think that's unfortunate because I think that. In the U.S., especially, sex education doesn't happen in our schools, and instead it is an anatomy class. And so my recommendation is we talk about this shit to our kids um, because another thing to, I don't know, be f- become familiar with or understand or grow is that... Um, Teachers aren't the only people who teach our kids. We, we got to teach our kids too. So I don't know. Those are a couple things that had come to my mind. 20s versus 30s. Would love to have a follow-up episode where I hear from you guys on do you agree, disagree? Are you in your 20s and you're like, fuck that, Dina? I, all those things that you're talking about, like I'm confident in them. I'm the same person. I'm the same person that I am at 17 that I am at 37. Cool. I want to hear that. My experience is definitely different. I mean... So I think that we just start having conversations with each other, with, I don't know, our kids, the upcoming generation. It's okay. It's okay to continue to grow. It's okay to not know who you are yet. That's something that I think we're never, not never, I'm sure there's a lot of parents who who talk about that, but it's okay to not know who you are yet. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to continue educating yourself beyond school-based things. Like I said before, on compassion, empathy, you, you want so that you can understand where other people are coming from. It's okay to break up with your friends. It's okay to realize you need to be loved differently, platonically, romantically, familiarly, famili- I don't know, through your family, whatever the fuck that word is. It's okay to wait. 
It's okay to challenge what you don't think is right. It's okay to not be grown up yet in your 20s. Even, I I don't know, maybe in your 30s too. I don't know who you are, but it's okay to not be grown up just yet. And it's okay to not fucking know until you know. Because, man, that's totally a lesson I've learned. It's okay to not know until you know. And then when you know, you're like, the light bulb is bright, man. All right, before I check out, (laughs) I say this so much so you guys know this, but that, like, if you know, you know, what is it, I-Y-K-Y-K hash? Or, like, if you know me, you know. There's nothing I say more. Um, You know that I am extremely overdramatic and 100% black or white. There's no gray for me. I either love you or I hate you. I either love a thing or I hate a thing. And if you are part of my life, if you're support, part of my support system, um, you know I don't shut up about things that I either like or hate. And I'll also yell at you. Yes, this is a thing that I do. Like if I watch a show, I actually did this with a friend the other day. If I watch a show, um, And I'll say to a friend, like, oh, my God, I just finished um, this series about... uh," And they're like, oh, my God, yeah, I watched it. My first reaction isn't, wasn't it so good? No, no. My first reaction is, why didn't you tell me? And if they say, I did, I told you, like, two months ago, I told you you should probably watch, blah, blah, blah. I'll be like, well, why didn't you tell me every single day until I watched it? Like, advocate for your shit. (laughs) I get pissed about it. If you undersell something, I get pissed about it. Um, It's the greatest form of flattery. Even if it's like, I don't know, shout that shit from the rooftops. Who else do we have? So I thought rather than being super negative and like talking about things that I hate, which is normally a Dina thing, why not each episode I share with you I don't know, must-haves. So, like, products, recipe. I love to cook. So, like, recipes, services that I like, shows or movies that I watched. I don't know. And I'm going to call it must-haves of the moment. And each week, I'm going to share with you, whether you fucking like it or not, must-have of the moment. So, this week's must-have of the moment is underwear. I remember... I'm not reading an ad. I just, I know that sounded like that was going to be an ad. I remember, um, and you guys tell me um, when you were introduced to these, or if you weren't, if you weren't, thongs. They're a must have more than just in this moment. Like you just want them. I remember, I don't know, maybe I was in middle school or high school, probably in middle school, I don't know. In the worst way, I remember somebody saying to me, you cannot show your panty line. Like, as if it's a secret that any that people wear underwear. <laughs> uh, so actually, when I said, if you never wore a thong, wear a thong. That's not true. You don't have to wear a thong if you don't want to. Because you think they're going to be... But if you think they're going to be uncomfortable, here is where my must-have moment comes in. 
Um, so, but after the, some, I, after I was told you have to wear a thong, like literally, that's all I ever wear. I think I own like one pair of regular underwear, probably because I'm lazy. Um, but I used to spend an astronomical amount of money because I used to think like they probably were uncomfortable. Um, and so I had to spend money on the comfortable ones. What? In the past four months, I found the most comfortable underwear known to man. And it's affordable. Um, and I'm probably um, late to the game. But the brand is Breathe. And I really hope it's Breathe and not Breath. Because I always, like, fuck those two up. It's definitely Breathe by Gap. It's, like, $8. And it's worth every penny. It feels like air. It feels like you're wearing air. Why? Who doesn't want to wear air? What's better than wearing no underwear is wearing underwear that feels like air. Anyway, get breathe thongs, ladies, and tell me if you've used them, give me a review. But if you haven't, and this is like your thing, I want to hear what you think. I'm happy to be back on this thing to chat with whoever wants to listen. Thanks for, I don't know, hopefully being pumped up to hear from me again. Tell your friends, tell your family, your teachers, your colleagues, everyone you know. Shout it from the rooftops, like I just said, to listen to False Expectations wherever you listen to pods. Um, in order to help strangers find me, it would be awesome if you could continue to rate the podcast anywhere that you listen. On Apple, you can review, which like moves the podcast up so it's discoverable to other people. Um, like me and the pod on Instagram. So at D G E R M A D, like David, N I G, like girl. And at False Expectations Pod on Instagram. Like I said, it's the place where I am the most. Um, enjoy your week, and I will be back in your ears soon enough. Later.